When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's move along here. How about Jacoby Myers? He's, uh, you know, again, it's a weak free agent class. I get it. Um, but we yeah. have long been fans, I think, of Jacoby Myers because, again, the dude's just an absolute professional wide receiver. I, I, I don't think, look, I don't think anyone's confusing Jacoby Myers for being some kind of superstar. But golly, man, you add this guy to any wide receiver room and that room gets stronger. 100%. Couldn't agree with you more. Uh, by the way, the, the Patriots have tried to add wide receivers every year since 2019 when they signed Jacoby Myers as an undrafted free agent. He's been better than everybody they've drafted. You know, <laughs> right, exactly. uh, they draft Nikhil Harry yep. in the first round in 2019. Nope. Jacoby work. Myers is better than him. Uh, you know, they, they, they trade a second round pick for Muhammad Sanu at the trade deadline. Jacoby oh my God. Myers better yeah don't forget that that's a thing i forgot of oh my god they traded a second rounder for mo sanu holy hell wow jacoby myers in 2020 with cam newton you know julian edelman gets hurt jacoby myers leads the team in receiving uh in 2020 uh you know 2021 they try to bring in nelson aguilar and kendrick Bourne. jacoby myers is better than them they trade for Devontae parker they draft tyquan thornton jacoby myers way better than those guys <laughs> last year so just he's like he's like a the nfl's cockroach you know he just yeah. survives all he does is survive and now i think which is great because now he's about to get this big payday because yeah, i do think he's him. the best receiver available in free agency obviously odell beckham's available in free agency he's like the most talented guy but we don't know where he's at you know from a health perspective all that stuff but i think jacoby myers is a damn good player you know he's gonna get a big contract and i think he deserves it because you mentioned he's just rock solid you know and, he, and he's primarily a slot guy um i get that you know i don't think I, I, this is kind of something to be railing about all off season, but I think we've got to stop with like, he's a slot guy as a pejorative term, especially after <laughs> the slot guy, right. Cooper cup led the freaking NFL and catches yards and touchdowns two years ago. Right. Um, and, and, you know, Jacoby Myers, definitely again, more of an inside guy, but beats zone coverage, 80% success rate last year, 70.6% success rate versus man though. That's what's really interesting because, and this is not the first time he's done that. He's been, a guy that's been above that 70%, 72.4% success rate versus press uh, a few years ago. So Myers is, is not a fluke. He's not a one-year guy. He's just been a consistently steady performer his entire career. Just a rock-solid player. Uh, okay, so obviously we do throw around success rates uh, quite a bit on this show, but if you're new to this kind of, you know, I guess, you know, analytics approach to wide receivers, and, and, and again, fill me in if I'm wrong here, okay, because, you know, this is your stuff. But I would say if you want to be elite 
Um, you're probably over at or over 76% success rate versus man coverage. And if you want to be, I would say like above average and just be considered a good player, you want to be over 70% success rate versus man. Now, obviously there's some zone numbers in there too. You want to be over, I think 85% success rate versus zone. If you're quote unquote elite and then over 80% about ish, uh, if you want to be considered a good player against zone coverage. Am I, am I right in, in, in those kind of, you know, benchmarks there? It all obviously depends on role, you know, for a guy, uh, right. like a Juju Smith-Schuster we've talked about previously. He's a, he's like a slot only player. He's never been good against man coverage or press coverage, but he's good against zone coverage. And I think this is a good disclaimer too, to be, to be thrown out by the way, but for your man coverage example, for these like outside perimeter receivers or guys that are going to be sort of inside out, these are the guys that cleared a uh, 75.3% success rate versus man coverage in 2021. Jamar Chase, Tyler Lockett, Tyreek Hill, C.D. Lamb, Deontay Johnson, Terry McLaurin, Justin Jefferson, A.J. Brown, Stephon Diggs, and Devontae Adams. Like, yeah, Hello. and that's going from that's going from worst to best. I think that kind of shows you the sliding scale of greatness there. I've typically said anybody over 70% that's a primary outside receiver. That's a really good indicator. Those are guys that you typically want to bet on, especially if they do it year over year. Um, for success rate versus zone, yeah, the elite guys tend to be like 84 plus percent these are the guys that were 84 plus percent in 2021 uh Tyree Kill, Justin Jefferson, Debo Samuel, Steph Diggs, Devontae Adams, Deontay Johnson, Cooper Cup again worst to best so yeah that that kind of shows you there what we're looking at and yeah that anything 80 plus percent that's typically good for a really yeah, solid good, good mark mm-hmm. against yeah that's good um so that's kind of the sliding scale for these these success rates these guys like Myers typically we want them first and foremost to be zone beaters that's what Myers has been mostly. But uh, the fact that he is also a 70 plus percent success rate versus man guy, th- that's when we're starting to talk about a guy that can play in two wide receiver sets, which we've seen Myers do a guy who's not just a slot only type. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. So again, more context in, in regards to Jacoby Myers, um, not great vertically, right? But I, but but again, you kind of dig into some of those numbers, 80 plus percent success rate on digs, curls, comebacks, and slants. Again, if you know football, you, you know, okay, these are the short to intermediate areas of the field uh, that he does well. So what he does not do well He's not vertical. We know he does. He can't no. run, right? He, I think he ran like a four seven or something ridiculously slow. But tech, technical at the line of scrimmage, um, and I think that shows itself in the short to intermediate areas of the field. That's where Jacoby Myers thrives. Yeah, he's not uh, going to give you a ton after the catch. He's not going to give you a ton vertically. But if you're wanting a guy to throw the ball 120 times a year, and you know primarily be a short to intermediate slot guy, flanker. He's just a, he's a really good player in that way. He's not too um, he's not too dissimilar to Christian Kirk last year. I know it's a popular comparison. I've made it before on the show that he's going to get that Christian Kirk type of deal because he's the best right. player available. Just like Christian Kirk was the best wide receiver that was actually available on the open market last year. 
that's going to be Jacoby Myers this year. He's going to get a big payday uh, as a re- as a result of it. And you know, Christian Kirk was damn good for the Jags last year. Again, I think Kirk is more of a vertical slot receiver, whereas Myers is more of a short and underneath uh, short and underneath intermediate flanker slot hybrid type. And I think that's kind of the role he's going to play. And he's, he's really good for it. So like if he's a quarterback's best friend next year, and by the way, he doesn't drop balls either. He's, he's got great no. hands. Yeah. Great. I, I wouldn't, wouldn't, yeah. Wouldn't surprise me at all. If he's catching 80 p- passes from um, some team last year, I think he caught like, well, he was over 800 yards two years in a row, missed right. some games last year. So uh, caught, went, found the end zone six times last year as well. After being like <laughs> allergic to the end zone his first two years. So in 2022, uh, 96 targets, 67 receptions, 804 yards, six touchdowns, clearly a a career high for him. He had two total touchdowns in his previous three seasons combined and including zero touchdowns in his first two years uh, in the league, a 70% catch rate, uh, very healthy, by the way, 12 yards per reception. He's been 10 plus every single year, 11.7 yards per reception over his career. I, I mean, to be honest with you, that's, that's pretty good for a guy that, again, doesn't really get vertical. He's just, I think, just so good in that intermediate area of the field. <laughs> 